How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. An Erio's original. Don't start feeling like you're the best because you're not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of always stuck with me. People tell me, oh, you're the best. And I'm like... Thanks. And I'm thinking to myself, well, they don't, they, they ain't see my room. It's a mess. <laughs> like, like, I got clothes everywhere. I'm a hoarder. Like, oh. like, I always try to check myself, like keep it checks and balances. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to The Margaret Show, where we talk to people you know and people you should know. Today, we are talking to actor, stand-up, writer, the incredible Tiffany Haddish. Coming out of the dark, coming out of the dark. Yeah, coming. I um, really love Drapisha. And, well, uh, this is why I love it, because it's actually two songs. Mm-hmm. Because the first song is like the, the weekly rundown, and the second song is The Class. Yes. So, but I um, hadn't heard you on a track before. So I think it's musically, it's so exciting to think about. Like you have to have a whole record. Well, I, I got a bunch of songs that I made. Like yeah. on the back end of my audiobook, mm-hmm. I got a song called The Last Black Unicorn. Uh-huh. And all my specials, um, all the ones I produced, I have songs in them like the She Ready song and, mm-hmm. and um, Too Much. And then in um, the movie I just did, Like a Boss, at mm-hmm. the end of that, I got a song with Snoop Dogg. So great. Yeah. It's so great. Yeah, called Do Our Thing. <laughs> yeah. It's really exciting. So then are you going to be, um, you got to do the Super Bowl halftime. Girl. That'd be great. Girl, no, my knees ain't ready for it. <laughs> you see how the, uh, J-Lo and uh, Shakira so was running crazy. around and everything? It's I was so like, crazy. the knees, the knees. I know, I know. They got good knees. But uh, I swear, I like listened to Drapisha so many times. It's, <laughs> and then I want to take are a class. Are you dancing? Well, I'm trying to do it. It's it's actually like hard to do the left, right, left, right, left, right. Take a break. <laughs> like yeah. it's right, it's, right, left, left, right, left, right. It's right, hard. Right, left, left, right, left, right. But um, I like I like the weekly run. I I mean the whole song. I love anything that when you go through the days of the week. Yeah. And you you give you giving the lowdown of your schedule. What's going to happen? <laughs> yes. And it's really. I mean, it's 
it's really a fine, fine, fine recording. Thank you very much. Thank I you. love it. It's uh, all Todrick Hall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's yeah. great. Yeah, he's really awesome. I love being around him. He's really great. Did you guys? Did you guys? Um, so you know, known each other before? Yeah, we met actually through Taylor Swift when uh-huh. I did SNL. He was there with her, and he's like, "I love you," and I was like, "I oh, love you, man." Yeah. I watch all your stuff. I love the way he does like the Disney remixes and everything. And so mm-hmm. then, um, yeah, he was like, "I'd love to hang out with you." So then I'm hanging out with Taylor. He's hanging out too, mm-hmm. and then we're talking. He's like, "Would you ever do music?" I was like, "I would." try i can't say that i'm excellent I, I just like to play i'm not out here trying to make you know trying to get a grammy or nothing for singing well you should well you should thank you very i mean well, it's, maybe we should do a song we should together. do a song um you are a very multifaceted entertainer it, you you and i have that in common we're like the old school like we could do a review in las vegas yes where we're dancing and singing yes and then doing comedy sketches yes that'd be really we fun we should do that. so let's do a song and let's do a review yeah let's do it that'd be and great. we can make like a hundred thousand dollars a show oh yes let's do that and we'll do like let's do 10 shows okay so then that's a million dollars yeah that's a good idea and if we do it in one month okay Okay. And we rehearse for a month. Okay. And then we get who's going to be our, we got to have a music director mm-hmm. and a stage director and a choreographer. Mm-hmm. I'll be the choreographer. Yeah, you'll be good at that. Yeah, I can dance. Yes. Then, really good. And then, what you, and then, and then who going, you going to write the sketches? Yeah, I'll write the sketches. Okay, you write the sketches. Yes. And then we got to pick the songs that mm-hmm. we're going to sing. Yeah, we got to do um, It's Raining. It's boring. The, my, my love life is boring me too. Oh tears. my gosh. Yes, look, I was a, the old man is snoring. <laughs> it's time to get out. What is that? It's enough. It's enough sleep. is enough. It's Donna, yes. Shum, Donna Summer and Barbara Streisand. Yes, yes. Wouldn't that be good? That would be really good. Are we doing duos? Then we got to do, um, we got to do Moesha, Moesha, Brandy and Monica. Oh, the, the boy, boy is, is mine. mine. Oh. You might be confused. That's great. That's great. I love that. Okay, we got. Yeah, we have a show. Mm-hmm. Perfect. We got a show. No, but we are really like that old school of the old model of entertainers, where you had to do everything. You have to be multifaceted. I mm-hmm. I, I, I realize that now, like watching old movies, and I'm like watching Lena Horne, mm. and she's like yes. singing, dancing, yeah. Acting, mm-hmm. writing her own stuff, absolutely doing yeah. reviews in Vegas. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, yeah, you got to have all the skills. And then I met Barbara Streisand Ooh. and having conversations with her. Like, yeah. she's the first female to direct, produce, mm-hmm. and star in her own movie. Right, right. And she was telling me the difficulty of it and how you know the challenges she was having, mm-hmm. but how like gratifying it was. And I was like, would you do it again? She's like, never. Never mm. like, well, I think it is. It's got to be hard. It's hard to direct direct yourself. I think for me, I would have a hard time because you you got to like step outside it and watch, and then go back into it. So it would be hard to have that kind of perspective. I think for me, well, it, what we have now, the beauty that we have now is playback, right? So if you could do playback, you can see, you can step outside yourself and see like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm going to make this adjustment, that adjustment, which I, when, when I did girls trip, mm-hmm. they would let me watch playback, which you probably shouldn't have done mm-hmm. because now I'm kind of spoiled and I always want to see playback. want to see, yeah. Cause then I know I can make adjustments like with my facial expressions, with the way that I'm like sitting. Cause sometimes I get like comfortable and you know, I'm like comfy right now. I'm slouching and looking crazy. <laughs> and then if, if I can see that, I can, oh, make this adjustment. Now that the character has 
has a little something more to her, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So those, those type of little things that I think a director should tell you, but if you're doing it by yourself, it's hard. But yeah. I think, yeah, and, and Girls Trip really changed everything for you. And I remember just even before that, when we were doing sets at like the improv or yes. the comedy store and stuff, and then, and, and you were talking about it with this like really sort of like thing of like anticipating what was to come. And it was really, I mean, you know, it, it's all happened and more, which is really exciting. But how is that shift like? So you're like, you know, we're just doing sets and then suddenly you're on the cover of everything and doing everything and but you knew it was coming I knew it I I plotted it I planned it in my mind I saw it I visualized it yes like I knew it ever since like in high school I was like I'm I'm gonna be in the business I'm gonna I'm gonna do something big I don't I don't know how I'm gonna get there I don't know when it's gonna happen right and I'm glad it happened once I was in my 30s because in my 20s and my terrible twos (laughs) girl I'd have been a crackhead it'd have been a situation so I'm glad it happened when it happened and how it happened Mm -hmm. and and the tra- the change, the transformation as far as like the amount of work and the time now, that I wasn't all the way prepared for. I knew it would be a lot of work, yeah. but I wasn't prepared for how much time it takes. Yeah. Like I didn't realize like press is a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. It's, it's, it's like when you sign up to do something, just know press is what they're really paying you for. It is, it is. And it's, it's, it's quite, um, it, it's quite difficult. I mean, and now with uh, the way that, entertainment is there's so many different ways to do that press you yes. know that's kind of an all-encompassing thing yeah and it's a lot and there's so many outlets now right like um i was talking to jada uh, mm-hmm. jada pinkett smith yes. and she was saying that's a name drop she <laughs> was saying that you know in her day you would only there was only so many outlets right there wasn't like how there is now so like all the different podcasts and the and the you know the the youtube shows and the talk shows and all that there wasn't a whole bunch of that there was like mm-hmm. sally jesse Raphael. <laughs> you had arsenio hall mm-hmm. you might have a little ricky lake but you ain't going on ricky lake to promote no movie or anything yeah. like that you got your late night show your tonight show and then that's pretty much it that's pretty much it yeah and then you do your press and the newspapers come in mm-hmm. and interview you in a magazine or two and that's it yeah yeah. Is there um, something you've done like press wise that you were like, this is the, this is it. Like I've actually made it now. Like it was there was there one thing like I would say like SNL probably would be like for a comedian to get to host SNL. That's like the thing. Yeah, that's well, huge. That was huge. I mean, that was I don't feel like that was the this I made it thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I felt like I made it before Girls Trip came out when I mm-hmm. when I did Arsenio Hall the Arsenio Hall show. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. That was it for me. That was yeah. I, I could have died after that. Like that, I'd have been yeah. fine. Yeah. Like, That's a Lord. historic. I mean, yeah. Because he his show was just so meaningful. You know, like I I think you know his his presence on late night TV and and doing his show is like really historic and then the reboot of it you know yeah that's really me, exciting I got so excited when I found out they were rebooting it and I was like yeah I have to figure out how I'm gonna get on this show yeah and I had a couple of friends that were doing stand up on it and I'm like hey do you think you can talk to the booker maybe I could like do a sketch or two or yeah. something I, I got a whole stand up act I'll send uh-huh. it to the booker and and then I, my friend Lil Rel Howery mm-hmm. he was doing the show and he said I could come up there so I came to visit I was like who booked you who booked you I want to meet the booker and I just start talking to her, you know, charming her up. And she's like, I think we have a sketch you can do. And oh. then the sketch led to me meeting the producer, talking to the producers and telling them about my comedy and getting yeah. them to come to the comedy club. Yeah. And then, yeah. And I did like, ended up being on that show like seven times. That's incredible. And only one time doing stand up though. 
So you did it. You did an actual set on the um, like after doing all the sketches, then you did a set. Then I did a set, and mm-hmm. I, and I finally got to meet Arsenio. I hadn't even met him. Mm-hmm. Hadn't even met him. Go to the comedy club trying to meet him. Yeah, and I would miss him every time. Oh, like and I'm like, geez, I, I'm supposed to be his baby mama. Why is why are you blocking me, God? Like, oh. I like God was blocking me. I mean, that was part of the reason why I would hang out at the improv and and at the comedy store just so I could run into him mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. like become his best friend. Yeah, and never worked out like that and i had to go around the other way yeah well you know worked but, out. Worked but out we're well. cool now we go to lunch and stuff and smoke weed together oh, dear, am i supposed to say that? Okay. <laughs> we smoke weed together he's an awesome awesome man i yeah. mean i i really i really love him yeah. i think he's really he's a really special guy and um you know and he loves comedy and he loves women in comedy yeah incredibly supportive yeah he said i was smart in front of everybody in the audience which to me, I started crying. Like, mm. before I w- walked out, I started crying. The producer like, why are you crying? Stop crying. I was like, he, he said I'm smart. He don't even know me. Like it, well, you are you are smart, but you're more than smart. And to me, I think you're very, um, I think you're really loving towards everything. Like, you have a lot of gratitude and grace, which I think is really remarkable. Because a lot of people don't have that in this business or in this life. Uh, no, I've run into a lot of people. I'm like, whoa, where's your humility? Where's your yeah. kindness at? Where's your, There's just so much it? grace that you walk in. And is that a part of your nature? Or is that something that you discovered? I'm pretty sure that's like my nature. It's mm-hmm. how I've always been. Yeah. And also, I feel like it's... Um, and, and you know I used to get a lot of beatings as a kid and mm-hmm. uh, if you was in a mirror too long you got beat mm-hmm. then you're not allowed to be vain though we don't have vain people in this house we don't do that get out the damn mirror but I used to be in that mirror practicing monologues and coming yeah. up with facial expressions I'm Aww. like oh I'm gonna do this on the bus tomorrow it's gonna be hilarious like, I, do, <laughs> I, was, I have to like do it in the bathroom and like you know we got so much time you can't be in the bathroom more than 15 minutes yeah. if you're in there more than 15 minutes you're sick or you're doing something nasty yeah, so it was always, you know, being installed in me, I guess, growing up is being humble. Like, you're not better than anybody in this house. Yeah. You're not better than anybody in these streets. So stop acting like, you know, don't don't start feeling like you're the best because you're not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of always stuck with me. And people tell me, oh, you're the best. And I'm like, thanks. And I'm thinking to myself, when they don't, they, they ain't see my room. It's a mess. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I got clothes everywhere. I'm a hoarder. <laughs> like, like, I always try to check myself, like, keep it checks and balances yeah yeah well i mean it's um it's worked out well it's worked out well and i but i always thought like even before a lot of all of you know like all of your success and and fame even before that like you had this outlook of abundance that there was a a great amount of abundance in the the world that was just waiting for all of us well yeah i feel Mm -hmm. that way i remember the first time i met you i felt like this is it i made like because i Uh would watch you on tv and be like i love her i love her and then i met you in the comedy club and you were actually nice yeah like because so many female comics are not nice Mm, and you were actually nice i was like see i made it she rich i'm rich we rich we rich we got it we nice people yes like oh my gosh but so many female comics can be just evil and i'll just be praying for them well i think it's hard because it's like a business that pits women against other women and it's not fair but Mm -hmm. it's just like the way that the uh, industry or they their perception of what the industry is has been to them yeah well i don't operate that way well, i, I feel like 
as soon as I see another woman, I'm like, yes, yeah. you bleed like me. Right. Okay, let's bond together. We can do something. Like, yeah. Let's try to figure out a way. Yeah, yeah. And because it's like we need each other, you know, and, and we need uh, that bond to get by. But it's it's definitely like because men in comedy uh, have such a support network within themselves. You know, they support each other so much. Yeah. And it's like I feel like they try to turn us against each other. They do. So that we don't, because we would excel past them. Right. Because we right. have all the skills. Yeah. So they're trying Comedy, to. Comedy, dancing, yeah. handle pain. like Handle all pain, stuff. singing. <laughs> yeah. Everything. Yeah. But it's like, um, yeah, it's a weird, it's really, it's a weird thing. But it's, yeah, you, I always, I always love to like meet other female comics and I'm excited for them. When, when I see somebody really funny, I get really excited. Me too. You know, and I like want to watch their sets and, you know, like it just makes me feel good. Like mm-hmm. I love when you were like doing sets at these clubs and you do, you're just like dancing or talking about Magic Mountain. Yes! <laughs> it feels so good. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Is that in your special? What the the whole the whole thing yes, about the Six Flags? Yes, yeah. yes, girl. Yes, I'm so excited. Yes. <laughs> it's so great. It's a black mitzvah. It is. It's so good. Yeah, it's very very good. Magic Mountain boy. That's I really. I should send them some money. Yeah, I should make a donation. to You them. really should. There I are. Really should. That's really. It's such a the whole that whole thing is so great. Now, so you're on tour always too. Like it's like. The movies and then stand-up comedy and then like how much is what what percentage of the time is is it what what ends like where are you going like daily like everything There's okay so, much. so every every day of the week is assigned to something yes. I'm doing something every single day yes because I do have these goals and I've like that list of goals that I made when I was homeless that Kevin told me to make mm-hmm. and I've done it and I keep add like I'll check three things off and then I'll add like four more things or I'll yeah. check off one thing and I'll be like here go two more things I want to do so uh, that list I'm never satisfied which I think is a good thing mm-hmm. and so every day I'm doing something towards those goals right so um like t- what well, today I was with my business manager and then I met with my old agent to shut that door you know mm-hmm. and to and create peace I want peace and I, and I want her to know that yeah you contributed mm-hmm. but you wouldn't have been able to do that if God wouldn't have given me what he gave me yeah so I had to have that conversation right mm-hmm. and I see my friend and I'm like come with me girl and so she comes with me and then I'm here with you and then once mm-hmm. I finish here mm-hmm. then I'm gonna go to my house and I'm gonna organize all these damn clothes I got I don't found oh, all these yeah. clothes I can't walk into my damn 
one closet and I feel like it's like my soul. Like my closet represents like the clutter in my heart of like I need to organize these emotions. I need to organize these clothes. I need to let go of some of this stuff. So I'm probably going to go like on Poshmark or or the thread linen somebody and sell a bunch of these clothes. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. And uh, and let that money come in and bring in new opportunity, new right. things, and maybe I can invest in something else. And then tomorrow I, I'm getting honored by the city of Los Angeles. Yeah. And then uh, and then on Wednesday I'm getting an, another thing from the city of Los Angeles, and they're putting a mural in City Hall. Oh. And then um, I'm going to go meet my god. I got a godson coming on on Wednesday. Oh. And then after that, I got to do uh, something to Sister Soiree for the Oscars. Mm-hmm. And then uh, an event. Oh, I got to do a thing for the Los Angeles airport. Doing mm-hmm. an announcement for them. Like, welcome to Los oh, Angeles, that's guys. That's great. Yeah. I love that. And, like, and then, then there's Oscar parties yeah. galore. Lots of Oscars. And then next stuff. week, I go back on the road. Mm. And I go do like D.C., Atlantic City, mm. and somewhere else I'm doing. Uh, in Massachusetts. <laughs> do, you get, um, do you get a private plane? No. <laughs> Girl, I'm not that. I'm not popping like that yet. I'm oh, working no. on it. You get a private plane? No, no. I only got a private plane uh, once when I um, was working uh, with Bill Maher. Mm. And he uh, flew us all out to uh, Hawaii. See, that's the only time. Yeah, no, see, I, mean, I only get to be on private planes when it's press, mm. when the studio pays for it. Right. I've I have yet to been like, okay, we're doing private jets. Guys. That's, I mean, that's a that's a whole nother. I'm not like, at that level. financial level. But I didn't know you were homeless. What you you said that really fast, and then I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. When were you? What happened? What? Oh, I've been homeless a few times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Homeless when I turned 18 and was mm. emancipated out of foster care. Yeah. Um, homeless again at 21. Mm. Um, and then homeless again at 23. Wow. In L.A.? In, in L.A. All those all times. L- and yeah, all those times in L.A. Mm-hmm. You know, city full of family. Yeah. But nobody wanted to let me sleep on their couch. Oh, no. You know? So, But I had my Geo Metro. Oh, okay. See, see, see. So I had, okay. I had a mobile home. All right. So I made it work. Yes. And... Um, and I figured it out, you know, and I feel like that was, uh, I think in my mind, God made me homeless three times to learn how to not be afraid to ask for help. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because I was like, I'm very, and I still got a lot of pride. I'm very prideful. And that's something I'm working on every day. Mm-hmm. And to know that, like, people are willing to help you in their they don't necessarily want anything from you. Right. You know, coming from where I come from, like, if somebody help you, then you got to do something. Right. What are you going to do for me? Mm-hmm. You know, and there's and everybody's not like that. And I sh- it shouldn't be afraid to ask for help. That's what I had to learn. I, yeah. I had to be cold and scared. And yeah, it's really scary. I mean, all that like and feel like I ain't got nobody. All this like these really horrible feelings to say to to be bold enough to say, please help. me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. But I was always taught as a kid, you know. Make for yourself. You do for yourself. You you if you in a bad situation, it's your fault. Pull your shit together. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you figure it out. Make it work. Mm-hmm. And you know, two times I did, and that last time, I, I needed the help. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't. And I didn't ask Kevin for help. He saw that I needed it and gave it to me, mm-hmm. and didn't ask me for anything in return. And I was like, oh, 
I need to start asking people to help. Yeah. That's like the lesson that I learned. Yeah. Kevin Hart? Yeah, Kevin Hart. He helped you to... Um, he gave me like 300 bucks. Said, stop mm-hmm. sleeping in your damn car. Go get a hotel room for a mm-hmm. week and make a list of your goals and start mm-hmm. tackling those goals. Yeah. And so like the first thing on my list was get a place to stay. Yeah. And I did like yeah. a few days later. Oh, good. And yeah. then that was a, you know, when you were able to just like come out from there. Yeah. And from there, I started being more like... Uh, not as still I have a lot of pride it's still a lot of like it still takes a lot for me to ask but I have no problem saying hey can you help me with this one thing like hey I'm shooting actually Margaret I'm shooting a video on Uh Saturday what are you doing (laughs) shooting a music video on Saturday called come and get your baby daddy oh yeah maybe you want to make an appearance of course yes Uh, if you're available I'd love your help I'd love it (laughs) <laughs> I'm dead serious. We got that recorded. Uh-huh. Yes. I'm, I'm going to call you on Thursday right. to confirm. All right. <laughs> we need you probably about 10 a.m. on Saturday. That sounds good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We only need you for about 30 minutes. I love it. I mean, if you want to do your own hair and makeup, you can. But if you want, I got hair and makeup okay. there. You know, I'll be you, fine. I'll how do you my looking own. good? I mean, yeah. You tell them, get, get your baby daddy. It <laughs> sounds great. I love it. I will be there. Perfect. But that's great. But that's great. I mean, it's inspiring because a lot of times... When we're homeless like that, we just don't, we just like lose hope. Yeah. You and know? you feel like you're not worth anything. And yeah. it's like nobody cares. But I did like, I was cute homeless. I made sure my hair was always done. Yeah. And my nails was always done. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I had stay with the baby wipes. Oh, yes. And, you know, try not to get dirty. Yeah. Yeah. That's I didn't want to be a dirty homeless person. And then when did you start to do comedy you do like stand-up comedy i started doing stand-up in 97 okay yeah i started in 97 at the laugh factory mm-hmm. and then um then i got emancipated it could they, you know because i was only giving like 10 dollars, 25 bucks it mm-hmm. wasn't really paying anything so i was like well i gotta stop this for a while and i stopped and um and then I like had a nervous breakdown and everything when I was 21 mm-hmm. and um, my therapist, I went, I ended up going into psychiatric therapy and the therapist was like, what makes you happy? Mm-hmm. What, what brings joy to you? And I was like, man, hearing people laugh. Yeah. Seeing people smile. That used to make me so happy. Like it was, I remember being in junior high school and high school and like it, at home it would be so bad and so scary but i would come like as soon as i get on the school bus i'm like if i make three people laugh i'm gonna feel better mm-hmm. like and i would just do stupid silly things or sing or dance or just try to crack a joke in class or whatever and make up characters and do stuff just in like every time somebody would smile at me or laugh at me or with me mm-hmm. it just like elevated me a little bit like i feel better i feel better and by the time i would get home i'm be back in this like back in this trenches <laughs> this bullshit <laughs> I would be like, ah, I got this, this, I've been lifted from school. You know, mm-hmm. even though I wasn't reading nothing, I was cheating all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was assignments. I was, it was a lot of bad things. <laughs> like I was not the best student, but mm-hmm. I have really great friends because I made them laugh. Yeah. And they helped me make it through school. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. That's great. Yeah. I know. It's like some, there's something about making people laugh. There's something that's so gratifying about it. And it's hard to uh, put a value on it, but it really does mean everything. It means everything. Because you think about it, like making someone laugh, you are tickling their soul. Mm-hmm. You are getting them to pull their lips back, show their teeth. Yeah. And go, ha, ha, like in front of belly, if you get a belly laugh, like that is it's that's great. a powerful thing. It's very exciting. Yeah. It's very exciting. Who's your like favorite person do you think you've gotten to make laugh? so far like if you can think of the people that you like have performed in front of or people that you like seen or talked to who do you think is your favorite i don't know everybody mm-hmm. 
Everybody. They're all great. They're all great. It's I mean, true. Michelle Obama saw me and she just started busting up laughing. It's so cool. Oprah Winfrey, you know, she just laughed. Whoopi. Whoopi. Whoopi's great. Whoopi's great. Whoopi's everything. You know, in yeah. my mind, she my real mama. Yeah. She had to give me up for adoption. I, yeah. I, I feel the same and way. I, I know I'm exactly. Like falsely adopted. Yeah. I know the feeling. I know. got me at the hospital I, I and they she's gave incredible. me to the, my mama I got. But <laughs> She's incredible. She's she just makes you feel seen. There's yes. something about her is very powerful. She looks in your eyes and mm-hmm. it's like she knows who you are. Yeah, it's deep. I love her too. Yeah, I, she I says, love she sent her. Me a wand, <gasps> girl. She sent me a Harry Potter wand. <laughs> I cried Aww. for like 45 minutes. And That's she, beautiful. And she gave me directions. This is what you do with this wand. Uh huh. And like and use it to manifest mm-hmm. your dreams. Now, she might have just made all this up. Yeah. But in my mind. No, it's real. My magic it's, wand. Works. It is. It is. Yeah. Because it's her and she's magic. Yes. There's she so is. there's so much like just um in her heart that mm-hmm. she shares in a in a very deep way and it's very simple and it's really uncomplicated. Yeah. So she is magic. She came to see me at Caroline's one time and I was like so happy that she came to the uh-huh. comedy show. And then I was like, I just really appreciate you being here. Thank you so much. And she comes up to the stage. And she gives me the ring off her finger. And oh. I was like, I can die now. Wow, like, that's amazing. I feel like I have all these moments where I'm like, okay, God, if you want to take me, I'm ready to go. Like, <laughs> and then like 30 minutes later, I'm like, no, I don't want to die. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> like, we're not ready. We're not ready to lose no, you yet. There's so many ready. things. She's There's so ready. many things you have to do. You're just yeah. getting started. Yeah. There's so many things. There's a lot of things. Yeah. yeah. I mean, even like, um, yeah, every every day there's like a new thing and a new honor and a new thing to step up to. And yeah. and is there something that you're looking in the far future towards? Like, I want that. This is what I would love. I would love to open up my own studio and Ooh. give people the opportunity to tell their stories. That's great. And I would love to be able to create a studio that, it can teach mm-hmm. also mm. like get in like foster youth or at-risk youth or yeah. people that just want to learn yeah. how to like make movies yeah. and how to tell their stories. I love that. That's a, that's a great thing. That's what I would love. That's, to do. that's really, that's a good far reaching ambition because it's something that gives to the arts. It gives to the planet mm-hmm. and a lot of individual people. Like it's, it, it's, it's helpful on a lot of ways. Yeah. Like that's kind of what Lucille Ball did, you know, and, right. and Paramount bought it, but she started that studio, her exactly. and Desi, and it, you know, yeah, I want to be able to do that. I like that. I would, I, I would like a Desi, but not exactly like that. But well, you I mean you know your own, um, a sort of a partner a, in crime. Well, yeah, and but also n- but no it, crime on me, no crime on you, but also you know <laughs> somebody that's can can sort of see your vision through. But I mean, it, it's it's more like the vision is is, is enough on its own. Yeah, yeah. Know? It's yeah. a great idea. And, and and I'm just hoping every day, like all my actions every day leads towards that. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's what I'm. That's a really great idea. Yeah. I think that's really cool because I mean, that's, that's what we need. I mean, there's got to be some, something out there that empowers people with a camera and also the confidence to do it. You know, like you just have to kind of give them a little bit of like hope yeah that this can i just happen. want people to be able to see themselves and know that they can be heard and they can share their story yeah and like not just one type of group of people but all kinds of people mm-hmm. you know uh i really think that's important there's a school in inglewood if i had 23 million dollars i would buy it and turn that into it's like on two acres of land mm. and i know they they the guy gotta figure out something to do with it because yeah. they lost their charter thing anybody listening to this one 
peace up. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a good idea. I think that that's and it's like right by the airport. Then it could be international too, where people come from all over the world. Yeah. They can learn. They can make their own things. And mm-hmm. Like it would be cool. That would be really cool. That'd be really cool. And then, you know, just like um, we have the technology where everybody has the power to make movies that you can show in a theater mm-hmm. in on their phone. Yeah. You know, and it's um, it's something that it's time for that. So that's a yeah. good that's a good goal. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to pray on that it. Goal? I'm going to pray your, on it. What's your big goal? I think it's really um, I don't even know. I think it's really just to uh keep on going oh you know like i want to get to the point where uh i get some sort of a medal you know when you're like you like it's a medal of freedom i want the medal of freedom (laughs) who has it i think ellen has one yeah ellen has one and then you um, want trump to give you that no so i wouldn't have a different president (laughs) give it to me uh hopefully it would be a different president um but the uh yeah like those i just like it when there's um i think it is the medal of freedom when there's like five of them mm-hmm. and they are all from sort of different different areas. walks of life yeah. yeah and then you get a medal of freedom that but that's it's, it's meaningful yeah so that would be a good thing to get or the mark twain award you should get the mark, mark twain award would be a good one but have you gotten it yet no no you should get um, it first i would i would love to uh, i presented it um po- posthumously to um George Carlin. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. And that was yeah. great. What that you was did. cool. Was that really his stuff? Yes. That was his stuff, wow. which is um, an amazing thing. So that, that was a really good one. Um, but uh, yeah, so that, and they're giving it now. Well, they just gave the last one to Eddie Murphy. And no, 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 no. To Dave, Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle. Not yes. presented at that. Yes. Yeah. And that was fun. That's really yeah. cool. So it's like now it's in our sort of, um, it's in our generation because mm-hmm. he's like there in, the, in that end. So, um, that would be good to get. Good to get. Well, we're gonna get that yeah, for you. Thank you. Campaigning now, the, Mark, the, Twain <laughs> Award, Mark, <Richard. laughs> Mark Twain Award, Mark Twain Award. Let's go. Would be good. I'm gonna make um, some phone calls to Congress. <laughs> Don't worry, girl. I got you. All right. I'm working on thank it. Thank you. And we had fun at that laughing thing. Yeah, we did. <laughs> oh my great. god, it was a beautiful disaster. That was so great. <laughs> was I really like when you're like Ruth Buzzy. That's really cute. It was so cute. Oh man, it was fun. It was. I was like, oh my gosh. I hope I'm not insulting her in any kind of way. No, no, I wanted it was to bring like you know 110 mm-hmm. percent like, and i wanted to honor her because i love her i love her yeah she was great she, she was, was really cool really great yeah everybody was really cool on that thing i mean it was uh it was really it was it was very there was a lot of different people it was varied but yeah. uh i like i like your hair hairnet well they have <laughs> the a little hair hairnet yes. it's that character is so crazy because it's got like a hairnet and it's sort of a little bit olive oil yeah from P- uh from popeye uh, yeah 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 but it's also like cafeteria lady yeah yeah so there's a bunch of things happening with that character <laughs> it's very funny are you going to the oscars uh no mm. are you Mm-mm. no no i'm I going to some not- oscar parties though yeah i'll probably go to some oscar parties but i, I- i've never been i've only been to um the Golden Globes, the Emmys, that yeah, I've never been to the Oscars actually. What? Oscars is a quite a big, quite a big ticket. Yeah, you gotta go. Yeah, I would love to go. Okay, I'm gonna try to make that happen next year. Next That's year, be the next thing. Next year, because this year I can't help you on this. No, year. can't help you on this year. But next year, but you you should get an egot. That would be good. You should get you should, an egot. We, let's go. We'll both what get if we egots. work together. We do and we, a duo thing, and we we get both EGOT. get egots. Yeah. We take our Vegas show to Broadway. Right. And then um, shoot a movie. And then we shoot a movie. In IMAX. Yes. <laughs> where we blend we blend our life stories. Right. I love it. Or maybe we should remake The Jerk. Okay. <laughs> I want to remake. The, I, wanna, I really want to remake The Jerk. I think it would be great. 
and I want to be the jerk, but I want to be raised by, like, you know how I say in the beginning of the movie, Mm -hmm. I grew up a poor black man. Yes. I want to be like, I grew up a humble Japanese girl. Yes. Like in the hills of Monrovia. That's really cute. Like in because I speak Japanese, I would Uh love to be able to use that. Oh, I didn't know you spoke Japanese. Wow. That's great. Would you go to Japan and do comedy? Yes. Yeah. I don't know if it would translate well though. Because I'm like on a first grade level. Oh, but that's I mean that's the the thing is though, if you went, you would really um, pick it up. If you already have a foundation. Yeah. If you go there, then you really pick it up quickly. But I don't know if my sense of humor is the same. I like watch the game shows and stuff. Uh huh. And I'm dying laughing watching the game shows. Yeah. But I'm like, well, that's a little extreme. Yeah, I don't know. They're they're kind of I, I don't understand a lot of the game shows. I get scared when yeah. I watch the game shows. They well, seem yeah, because I'm like, somebody's gonna die. Yeah. And or somebody's gonna fight somebody. Yeah. And they're gonna die. And they but they they're really laughing about it. Oh man. It's too scary. Did you see the one where the guys like okay, so you sit in a box mm-hmm. and you have like nothing or you have just underwear on mm-hmm. or whatever from the waist down and somebody's like manipulating you mm. and uh determine if if it, you don't know if it's a man or a woman in the box. Yeah. yeah. And if you have like an orgasm and it's a man, you're gay. Oh, uh huh. And if you don't have an orgasm, then like you win all this money. Oh, and if it's a girl, then you're not gay. Like, oh, uh, but okay. you don't know what's in the box. Hmm. <laughs> it's a crazy. That's show. a crazy show. It's a fun show to watch. That though. sounds somebody like somebody sitting there. <laughs> uh, that's a really that. Yeah, that's an interesting. I. Mm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what a, I say when I watch it. Mm. It's like I don't know, but I can't stop watching it. Yeah, it's like. I don't know what it, I don't even know what it is. It's like fear factor, but not really. Mm-mm. I don't know. Gay factor? I don't know. I don't know. I mean. It's just checking your sexuality. I guess. But then if you don't know who it is, then how do you know if they're, I mean, and their gender and if, you know, I'm, who knows? That's what I'm saying. I don't know. Maybe it's saying your inner soul <laughs> is really into this instead of into that. Something or like maybe, that. maybe, yeah. Something. I don't know, but I, I know. think it's a crazy show. I watched yeah. it. That's just one of the challenges on the show. Yeah, There's a lot of different challenges. The, I, I mean, yeah, I think that that's. Um, that I it, feel it like is that's a, a little crazy, but I, I feel like in a minute that's gonna probably be on TV in America. Maybe, anyways. Maybe this. I'm pretty sure it'll be on TV in America soon. <laughs> well, on the Playgirl, Playboy Channel, or something. I would rather watch your version of the Jerk. <laughs> yeah, I would rather watch. That it. would be great. I would rather that too. I would love that. And now, where can people find out about all the things you're doing? What is your socials, and what is your where do your what are your where are your steps? All my socials very easy. It's Tiffany Haddish mm-hmm. at Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Everything's Tiffany Haddish. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm even on Bumble. Um, oh, okay. That's Tiffany Haddish on there too. Oh, really? Yeah, girl. Are you? I thought you'd be on Raya. Nah, they won't let me on Raya. Now, I haven't even applied for Raya because oh. I'm like, I don't want to, I don't, I don't, mm, I want to, I, I want somebody regular. Yeah. In my life, a regular person. Uh-huh. That maybe they rich because they're doing regular things, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but if they're not regular, if they're extraordinary, cool. But I would prefer, you know, someone who is fun to be around and has adventures and things like that. Mm-hmm. And on Bumble, 
I know it's where the woman makes the first move. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So and then it's pretty safe because if you start talking to them, you like them, then you can FaceTime with them. They don't have your phone number Mm -hmm. and you can FaceTime with them in the app and talk to them through the app. So you can verify that they're really who they are. You can have conversations with them for a while and then maybe go out to have drinks or something like that. Okay. I'm going to try Bumble. I don't have a Bumble. You should get a Bumble, girl. I'm going to get a Bumble. Uh, Bumble is popping. All right. It's a lot of a lot of men with good jobs. Oh, good. Okay. A lot, and I've been using. You can go to different states and use just swipe and just have conversations, and then okay. be like, "Hey, let's. You want to come to my show tonight?" And nice. then they come to the show and stuff, and then they just look good, smell good, and all that. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you, mm-hmm. Tiffany. I love thank you. you. Thank you for coming over, and I'll see you on Saturday. Yes, see you on Saturday. Boo. Thank you. Let's make a music video. Yes! It's taking over my dreams, waking me out of my sleep. I think I'm coming apart. The Margaret Show is an Erios production with editing by Tracy Levy and original music by Garrison Starr. Never miss an episode of The Margaret Show. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. I don't know where to start. Coming out of the dark. Powered by ACAST. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.